Welcome to Basics in Basketball, where we help a beginning player or coach by talking about the fundamentals of basketball bi-weekly on this podcast. Our goal is to help those new to basketball build a strong foundation to advance their skill and knowledge. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on any podcast app. Thank you. Hi, I'm Coach Sadler. Welcome to Episode 4 of Basics in Basketball, where athletes get smarter. I have been a coach for more than 20 years. I have a Master's of Science degree in Psychology with a specialization in Sports Psychology. I am an assistant coach at a local university, a USA Basketball Gold licensed coach, as well as a varsity youth basketball coach in the summer. I'm excited to do this podcast because I want to help athletes new to basketball gain skills and knowledge that can impact their ability to contribute to a team in the future. Coaches who are new to the sport can also use the information provided in this podcast to help grow their skills and knowledge. My goal is to share information that is easy to understand, that is relatable and achievable. So let's get started. First, thank you to everyone listening to the podcast. Your support is appreciated. For those listeners who are joining us for the first time, here is a brief recap of the topics we've covered. In the first episode, we discussed goal setting, the importance of setting a goal, a timeline for completing the goal, and how to accomplish the goal. In the second episode, we talked about visualization and how this mental training technique can be used to help you become a better basketball player. Visualize, believe, practice, and perform. Finally, in episode three, we discussed internal and external motivation and how these motivators impact your desire and drive to play basketball. In today's episode, we're going to discuss planning your basketball workout. It doesn't matter if you are working on your basketball skills at your home, at a neighborhood basketball court, or in a gymnasium. It is very important to plan what skills you're going to work on. Because a plan helps you stay on track and not get distracted. It helps you monitor your progress, to be flexible, and to make changes when necessary. So a plan helps you put a process in place for your own development. I'm going to share four habits that I believe need to be included in your daily basketball workouts and why these habits can be beneficial to your development. But before I share the four habits, I want to stress that basketball should always be fun. Now we know it takes hard work to learn and master basketball skills. But basketball is a game. Hard work does not need to equal misery. So make sure you have fun. Even when the skills may be difficult, 
have fun. All right, having said that, let's get to our four habits. Habit number one is conditioning and warming up, which is very crucial. Basketball is a sport that requires an athlete to be in good physical condition. It is a sport that dictates an athlete be able to change direction quickly, to sprint, run, jump, shoot, pass, and move from side to side in order to be successful. No matter what level of basketball you are currently at or what level of basketball you aspire to be at, conditioning and warming up is fundamental at every level of basketball. Professional teams in many colleges have paid staff to ensure athletes are adequately conditioned and warmed up. And the purpose of the conditioning and warming up is to avoid injury. In my opinion, it's important for you to develop this habit right now. Now, trust me, I know this can be difficult. I remember when I started playing basketball, I didn't want any part of conditioning and warming up. All I wanted to do was get on the court and shoot the basketball. I just wanted to practice my shot so that I could score. And you know, I didn't think about the other aspects of basketball that were important. And not doing so affected my early development. That is why I've come to believe that athletes who are new to basketball need to add conditioning and warming up exercises and they need to learn to love it. Learn to love stretching your muscles. Learn to love running laps. Learn to love running sprints. Learn to love push-ups and sit-ups. Learn to love it all. So that as you get further into your basketball and development career, conditioning and warming up will not be something that you dread and tolerate, but instead will be seen as enjoyable and part of your growth as a successful basketball player. Each season, our college team has a preseason conditioning program. It is designed to get our athletes prepared for the season. The running, the exercises, and the skills our athletes do are hard, and sometimes they're grueling. But that is a part of basketball because you need to be ready to play and compete at a high level. And conditioning is a big part of our athletes' ability to be successful. Our conditioning played a huge part in winning our regular season and conference championships. So the conditioning may have been hard, but the reward was awesome because we are champions. So right now, say to yourself, I am going to add conditioning and warming up exercises to every workout and I am going to love it because I want to be in good physical condition so that I can make and contribute to a team. The exercises do not need to be super difficult. In fact, again, make it fun. Coaches and athletes use music as a way to get excited and enthusiastic about conditioning and warming up. Warm up for 15 to 20 minutes. Now, a few suggestions are to take a light jog around the entire basketball court, to do jumping jacks, toe touches, lunges, to jump rope, and to sprint from sideline to sideline. Warm up your hands by slapping your basketball. 
that's right, slap the basketball. Basketball slaps help the blood flow to your fingertips, which are important for ball handling. These exercises help warm up your muscles and are simple for a coach to plan and for an athlete new to basketball to complete. A note about the conditioning and warming up exercises mentioned. These are just a few suggestions. As with any physical exercise, please seek clearance from your doctor or a medical professional who is qualified to clear you for physical activity. Okay, now to the next habit. Habit number two is ball handling. No matter if you are 5'5 or 6'6, Every basketball player needs to master dribbling to be able to handle the basketball. Knowing how to handle the basketball gives you confidence. It also gives your teammates and your coaches confidence in you. Effective ball handling helps you develop dribbling skills such as the crossover dribble, the behind the back dribble, the between the legs dribble, the spin dribble, and many more. At the end of a close game, your ability to handle the basketball may be the key to securing a victory. Once you master ball handling, you do not worry about losing control of the basketball. It's almost as if the basketball is a part of your hand. So, it is very important to include ball handling drills in your workout plan. Based on your own goals, you would choose the ball handling drills you want to work on. But here's an example. The goal is 200 dribbles, 100 dribbles for each hand. Take 25 dribbles with the left hand, switch to the right hand, take 25 dribbles, rest for 30 seconds and repeat for a total of four sets. Habit number three is defense. Good defense can be turned into offense in a split second by getting steals or causing your opponent to lose control of the basketball. If you can play good solid defense, a coach will find playing time for you. Learn to love defense in the same manner we discuss conditioning. I can tell you from personal experience, many times I have seen athletes at the gym working out and there are no defensive drills in their workout. Even when they are working with the coach, no defense. When we receive basketball film from recruits, there are very few defensive clips. But I love players who can play defense. My philosophy is this. If we score 85 points and our opponent scores 86 points, then we lose. We needed a defensive stop to secure the victory. Playing defense is a critical mindset that will be important to your development. In my experience, in order to be a great defender, you need to talk and communicate with your teammates on the basketball court. Talking and communicating with your teammates on the basketball court is a personal choice you make. I encourage you to choose to talk and communicate. If you do this, your teammates and coaches will love you for it. Don't worry about what you need to say. Your coaches will tell you what they want you to communicate. And whatever it is, do it every time. Footwork and body positioning are also very important when playing defense. 
Use good footwork and body positioning to stay in front of the offensive player and to dictate where the offensive player can go on the basketball court. For example, forcing the offensive player to dribble to the left side of the basketball court. Add defensive sliding drills that will help you keep your body in front of the offensive player. For example, position your body as though you're sitting in the chair. Make sure your feet are shoulder length apart. Extend your arms out in front of you. Keep your back straight. Take three slides to the left and then to the right. Make sure your feet stay shoulder length apart. Do not bring them together. Do this drill for 15 seconds, rest and repeat. Habit number four is rebounding. Rebounding is one of the most critical skills you need to master. Throughout my coaching career, I have seen many athletes struggle with rebounding no matter their level. Because rebounding is about effort. It is about energy. You have to seek out your opponent, put your body on them, blocking them from getting the basketball, and then you go secure the basketball. The ability to rebound is a skill if mastered, like defense, will get you playing time. Because a coach knows that athlete will work to get their team extra possessions or potentially secure the winning rebound. I urge you to add rebounding drills into every one of your workouts. Working on rebounding is better with at least one other person. However, there are drills you can do on your own. For example, stand to the right or left of the basketball rim facing the backboard. Toss the basketball against the backboard, jump as high as you can, secure the basketball with both hands, bring the basketball under your chin with your elbows out. This ensures your opponent cannot steal the basketball. Repeat on both sides of the rim. Do this for several minutes. Your goal in this drill is to work on jumping, pursuing the basketball, and securing the basketball from the opponent. Now, I know you might be wondering why why I did not include shooting as a habit. The reason I did not mention shooting is because this comes naturally to athletes. If we have a basketball in our hands, we are going to shoot it. That is usually the first thing we want to do. I see young players on the basketball court, and the first thing they do when they pick, pick up the basketball is shoot it. Well, it's more like heaving the basketball because they are so far out of their shooting range or the basketball is too heavy for them. But the point is, it does not matter to them if they are shooting out of their range or with the wrong size basketball. They are going to shoot, shoot it. And so will you. The habits I mentioned are skills that you might not think about because you are so focused on shooting and mastering your shot. However, your ability to shoot the basketball may not get you playing time. Being in top physical condition, being able to handle the basketball, being a great defender, being a great rebounder, these are the exact skills that will allow you to receive playing time and contribute to your team. And that's what you want to do. 
You want to contribute to your basketball team in whatever way you can. Intentionally adding conditioning and warming up, ball handling, defensive, and rebounding drills to your workout plan every day can help you advance your skills and knowledge. Remember, you are planning your workout because you want to have a process in place to track, monitor, and to make changes if necessary for the development of your skills and knowledge. No wasted time. And remember to always have fun. I hope this information has been beneficial. Please join me for the next episode of Basics in Basketball, where athletes get smarter.